things don't always go as planned, right? We have plans, we have ideas, we grow up thinking we're going to be this, we're going to be that, we're going to accomplish this big thing. Tell God your plans and watch them laugh, right? We have to know when the door is closed, when another door is open, and when you should walk through. And you should never go against your dreams. We're going to talk about that more next. Nate Epic next on Dash of Grit. This is a Dash of Grit. Recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things. Now, podcasting from Spire to leaders in local communities like yours, here is Brian Leflock. And let's get cooking. So today I want to talk about something that a lot of people just don't like to talk about. A lot of people don't like to fail. A lot of people think that failure is bad, that failure is something to be ashamed of or to be hidden from. And once we reach a certain level of success, you know, we there, there were no failures, there were no missed opportunities, there were no screw-ups. I'm just perfect. And that's kind of what we want the world to think. And and we all know, you and I both know at least, that that's not true. And so what we want to talk about today on Dash of Grit is failure with one of the most successful people I know, at least by my definition of success, and we can talk about that later if you like, is Nate Epic. Nate is the director of the Medina County Park District, and I am thrilled to call him friend and a guest on today's episode of Dash of Grit. Welcome to the show. Brian, thank you very much for the introduction. Uh, delighted to have this conversation. I am too, and I apologize. I, I don't always start a conversation by saying we want to talk about failure, and here's Nate Epic. You, yeah, you know, what a segue. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry, but it's true. It's it's like it, it's so often that we we just we we don't even want to pretend that it ever happened to us, or we don't want to know that it happened, or we don't want to admit that it happened. And it's and it's a real part of everyone's life, especially if you're going to be successful. So we're going to talk about that, Nate. First, let's talk about success. I want to. I am so enthralled with the Medina County Parks and all the things that are going on. I'm so excited about them, and I know you are too. Can you talk about the success? and the things that are going well right now in the park district before we get into the grit. Yes, and and I will preface this by saying there's a lot of great stuff, a lot of great things happening in the park district that that I can't take credit for. Um, I inherited a really good park system and I've been the director uh, since October 1 of 2018. And I view my role as as the person who gets to, uh, you know, kind of shepherd us uh, through challenges and, and leave this place hopefully better than I found it, um, but set up the next leaders to succeed. Um, we're in a, in a space now where we've got over 7,000 acres that we manage. Um, we've got 18 different open areas between parks and preserves and multi-purpose trails. Um, but something that I'm really excited about and proud of is that just since 2019, we have preserved 490 acres in Medina County and we've brought in $3.8 million in grants for land acquisition and restoration just since 2019. So there's a lot of momentum and uh, we're, you know, collectively this, uh, this small but mighty park district kind of, I've embraced the underdog mentality. Uh, we're doing great, great things. And I think sometimes, so at least in my world, you, you take your wife or your kids or your dog to the park and you enjoy a great day and you don't give any thought to what goes on behind the scenes, the people behind the scenes, the leadership behind the scenes. What kind of challenges do you find? I, I know you're extremely humble and you and you give credit to the past, but there's certain things that you have to do and your team has to do to make my experience at the parks flawless where I don't even think about you. What, what are those challenges? Well, you know, we have some jobs here that, that aren't too glamorous. 
Um, we've got people who clean restrooms and people who uh, do some trail work and they get out there with the mower and the string tri trimmer and, and they get dirty uh, to make sure that people have a, a safe, enjoyable park experience. Um, you know, I, by nature of my position, I get to get to, you know, take credit for some of that work. Um, but like I said, we've got fewer than 35 employees and, and we all wear many different hats. Um, one of the, the challenges now is, is um, planning for the future. Um, as we grow, how do we um, staff the park district? How do we maintain um, uh, staffing levels and equipment as we're opening new areas, as we're adding land? Um, people have expectations when they come to our park district. We have uh, so many people who use our parks regularly, sometimes daily. How do we maintain that standard as we grow? That that's a that's a big challenge. Yeah, and and a lot of, of uh, when you think of customer service and experience, you think of uh, you think of like a Disney World, and and I know that they take real great pride in the fact that you never see someone cleaning up; it's just always clean. You never have to tell someone the bathrooms aren't working; they're just always working. And there's a lot of skill and preparation and expertise that goes into that. You can't see it happening but it's happening. And I, I really give you guys credit because I never see anybody at the parks, but man, they're always clean and well-trimmed and well done and growing and, and well done. Good job. Well, well, thanks. Yep. I'll, I'll be sure to pass that along to the staff <laughs> because, you know, we've got some people, here's a, here's a uh, credit to the staff. We've got some folks here who have literally spent their entire careers. Um, we're talking 32 and 34 years and they're still on the payroll. They love it. So, yeah. um, you know, that, that speaks volumes about the park district. Yeah, and, and and good for good for you in fostering that environment and and that culture of of wanting to make a difference and give back, and so that's fantastic. So I'm interested then, how did that come about? This requires leadership. This position that you have requires skills, and yet uh, you had to earn those and 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 uh, kind of earn your way into this spot. And so let's talk a little bit about that as we get into the grit of this yeah. show. Tell me the struggles. It hasn't always been this easy, Nate. No, no. And you know, it's not, it's not easy now. It's just, it's just different. Yeah. Um, you know, the last year, especially with COVID and, and, you know, there's a, there's in some circles perceptions about public servants and public service. And, mm -hmm. you know, we face challenges um, having to make decisions based on public health and uh, funding and different things. Um, so it's, it's never easy. Um, but it's interesting, you know, you talk about failure and, and really, uh, I I've mentioned to you before that if I had planned my life, I certainly wouldn't be the director of Medina County park district because I didn't go to school for this. I didn't know parks and recreation was a career path. Um, I wanted to go into broadcasting originally. And, uh, I went to uh, Cleveland state university. That was my backup school. Uh, but I studied communication <laughs> And I sought out several internships and I uh, had some radio experience and realized, you know, um, it'd be hard to make a living in that field. And um, with with the consolidation of stations and talent and, you know, um, I, I sought out some other options and um, I'm a big music fan. And uh, one of my internships was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I thought, perfect. Right. Well, I got to tell you, they do a nice job, but it was very corporate and not the kind of environment that I was looking for. Um, so I'm in grad school at this time, right? And I need a, I need a part-time job while I'm earning my master's degree. And I applied randomly for a part-time job at Cleveland Metro Parks yeah. uh, in their marketing department. And 
Um, this is coming off that Rock Hall internship. And I didn't get the part-time job. But instead, they offered me an internship in their marketing department. And I said, I'll let you know. I'll think about it. So, you know, I forget how old I was at the time, 22 or 24. But, you know, that's, that's kind of bold for a, for a quote-unquote kid that age to say, let me think about it. I need some time. Well, it was the best decision I ever made. I said yes. And what started out as just a summer internship turned into a whole career. Yeah. Um, I, I spent a year there uh, finishing up my degree, working as an intern. That was a springboard to my first real job in parks and recreation. I was with the Geauga Park District for two and a half years working in marketing. And then from there, I moved to Akron. Um, had been to Akron two times my entire life. Um, but I thought, you know, I want a little bigger. I want that more of a city experience than Geauga County. So I moved to Akron to be uh, the marketing guy for the Summit Metro Parks. Mm -hmm. And while I was there, I said yes to different opportunities and took on different challenges, right? So um, started out in marketing, uh, managed some foundation and donor programs. Uh, by the end of my 13-year stint at Summit Metro Parks, I was overseeing the education division and public programs as well as marketing. Um, but this is where we get into the failure part, right? This is what I, I know you really want to focus on here with the, with the Dash of Grit podcast. Okay. I always wanted a little bit more. I like to push myself. Um, I've got young kids, 11, 9, and 5, and I want them to know that, that dad worked hard and dad, dad did some stuff. Yes. So I have wanted to, for you know, the last, I don't know, five years of my career before coming to Medina County, I had it in my head that I wanted to lead. I wanted to be a park director because I loved the mission of park districts here in Northeast Ohio. So I put myself out there and I applied for director jobs with, with different entities and I lost out on all of them. Um, I applied to be the director of Summit Metro Parks in 2015 mm -hmm. and I was passed over. And I was kind of burned up about it, you know, but I moved on. And then I, I applied for a park director job in Southwest Ohio and over in the Toledo area. And I either got an interview or didn't get an interview or only one interview, you know, each time. And there was a, this, here's a, a dash of grit exclusive for you, right? Yeah, I'm ready. Um, about 2017, 2016, 2017, I thought about leaving the career of Parks and Rec altogether because I didn't think I was going to achieve my, my dream. And I, in, uh, I interviewed in downtown Cleveland for a corporate gig and I walked out of there and called my wife right away and said, I hope they don't offer me the job because yeah, that's not yeah. me. It kind of made me focus on what's important and what I really wanted. So, you know, I had put myself out there a number of times and because I did that, um, I'll jump back for a second. Yeah. The, the Ohio Parks and Recreation Association, OPRA, uh, I'm on the board right now of OPRA, um, but they help different park districts throughout the state with director searches. And several of those jobs I had applied for, OPRA was involved in the search. So the director of OPRA, uh, Woody Woodward is his name, he knew that I was looking for something, a chance to lead. And because I failed in those opportunities, he knew how to reach me 
over in Akron in Summit Metro Parks. Yeah. So I'll never forget this, Brian. There was a day, a Monday in 2017 in September, where for whatever reason, I was just kind of beating myself up. You know, I love and still do. I keep up with some of the people there in Summit, love the people there, love the job, but I just wanted something more. And I'm sitting at my desk on a Monday thinking, you know, I ought to call Woody and ask what's happening in Medina County because I knew the director at the time, uh, Tom James had been there more than 20 years. I had figured he might be nearing retirement. Um, I ought to call Woody and find out. And I'm not kidding. 10 minutes later, my phone rings. See, it still gives me goosebumps. Yeah. 10 minutes later, my phone rings and it's Woody from OPRA saying, <laughs> Nate, I want to talk to you about the situation in Medina. OPRA has been uh, uh, engaged to help the park district find the next leader. Tom will be retiring on the next year. Would you like to apply to become his successor? Wow. And from there, you know, I had to determine what set, what would set me apart from other applicants. You know, I've got the marketing background and I didn't go to school for this. So even in advance of the, the interviews, because there were several, I went on site visits in the parks. I took my kids to different playgrounds and I took notes and I did research you know, reading board minutes and things, anything I could find online about mission and values and and really uh, created this whole little packet of information to help me in the interviews because I was determined and I knew, you know, based on past experiences, what type of organization, if I was going to lead it, what would be inspirational to me? What am I looking for? And everything seemed to lined up. Um, and I'm, I'm now I'm grateful that it seems like all of my past experiences and those failures led me here um, to where I, I really think I I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And, and, and let's let's talk real quickly about those failures. So you're, you're going through you've already kind of given up on your dream, the, the, the DJ thing and the broadcasting thing. You've given yeah. up on that. You right. uh, are, are trying to figure out internships options and, and you're not quite sure where you're heading. You, you, you fall into this park option yep. and you do a great job there, which makes you think you can do more. What caused all of the failures? Why do you think uh, all of those positions said no? And when this one opened up, it was an automatic yes. What was the difference? What was that all about? It's hard to say, really, you know, and I, I like to say that I that I lucked into this profession, yeah. you know, with a lot of the success that I've had um, even before coming here. But certainly since a lot of it is luck. Um, yeah, you need hard work, but you need things to fall into place. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I just kind of took stock of what was important to me. Um, the kind of place I would want to work eventually. And, you know, this has been reaffirmed recently during COVID when you kind of look inward and think about what's important. But um, my dad passed away in 2015. And I remember then thinking, okay, life is short. I, I want to make the most of it and take on as much and do as much as possible. So when the end comes, and hopefully it's a long time off, yeah. I can look back and my family can look back and say, Wow, that guy worked hard. He did some good stuff and he kept going, you know, um, that's that's just kind of my mindset. I mean, yeah, I get frustrated all the time. And, and, and 
and we fail, you know, we still, not everything goes the way that you have planned and that's okay. You find other ways to succeed and other paths. And that's, that's what makes, that's what makes it interesting. If you won all the time, it would be boring. Yeah. Yeah. You just set up what you wanted and you'd go after it and be like, you'd be the New England Patriots. Who even care? I just show up and I went, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, Who wants that? (laughs) Let me tell you what I'm thinking and see if this makes sense. Here's what I heard you say. I heard you say, I fell into this spot. I was enjoying doing it. And I decided I wanted to be a leader. And then I heard you say, you know what? It's not working at the parks. I'm going to go be a leader somewhere else. It was almost like, and you tell me if I'm wrong, and I, you can't get through the screen now and grab your hands around my neck, so I feel safe. It was almost like you want, you just wanted to lead. You didn't know that it mattered where. I just, I want to be this. I want to be a boss. I want to, I want to be a, a, a leader of people. And then you realized, you, you told your wife, honey, I, I can't do that corporate buttoned up suit and tie thing. And you all of a sudden realized that you loved and had a passion for the parks. Is there any? sense there that as soon as you realized that, that it wasn't about being a leader, that it was about the passion and the dream and, and accomplishing something you really cared about, that all of a sudden everything lined up and went into place, or am I barking up a wrong tree somewhere? How much do I owe you for this therapy session? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, no, you, you, I think you nailed it. I mean, it's one thing to say you want to lead, but yeah. when you when I you agree. realize what's important to you and, and maybe how you want to lead, um, that's when things start to click. Yep. Um, we've all I worked agree. for bosses that we that we loved and maybe some that we haven't enjoyed working for. And you learn from all of those experiences. And then you, you know, I, I tend to reflect and go, yeah, that that's that person did this right, or I would do something differently. And that inspires you or inspires yep. me. And and I think you're right. Um, when I realized what was important. Um, that's when things kind of came together, and and I've used the word boss, yeah, um, yeah, in I the know. last few seconds. But I reference, I have this mug that I yeah. uh, regularly drink uh, coffee from, and it says "like a boss," right? A a former employee bought that for me because she knew that I disliked the word boss. I don't boss anybody around. Yeah, um, you know, we're all here in the workplace. We're all adults. If I <laughs> One of my kids, um, my nine-year-old, when she was like four or five, she says, oh, you get to be the boss. You get to beat <laughs> on the desk and tell people what to do all day. Yeah. And I said, you know what? If that's what I did, no one would follow. So, um, you know, that that word boss, it's fine for a coffee mug. But if that's, you know, how you lead, um, you know, I, I just know that doesn't work for me. That goes it, back to, to what's important. And were there ever any instances uh, where, how did you learn that? Were there ever instances that uh, you realized, holy cow, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting this wrong. I've got to be less of a quote unquote boss. No, no, I don't, I don't think so. Um, You know, I've had a lot of great examples. Um, Again, that goes back to seeing how others lead and and maybe taking a lead from them. Mm -hmm. Um, learning by, by seeing and learning by, uh, I guess, doing, um, if anything, I've, I, early on, I struggled with maybe delegating and saying no, but I, I have told other new park directors that on day one, you will be challenged and your favorite word for the first six months should be no, because people, and, and often those challenges come from within, you know, you need to get the lay of the land, 
figure out how things work, figure out why things are a certain way. And, and it's okay to say no. Um, your job as a leader isn't to make everyone happy. It's to do the job well. And as I said before, if I do the job well here, I'll make sure that the next leader will, will inherit a, a great park system and will be around for generations yet. So, you know, that's something that I always come back to is, um, you know, it's not about me. Yeah, I get praise and credit for some of the cool stuff we're doing. But this park district existed before I was born yeah. uh, and, and has done a lot of great stuff before I joined the staff. Um, I'm just lucky and I think very fortunate to be here now uh, at the right place, right time uh, to be involved in, in our success. Yeah. And I love your attitude. And I, th- I think so many times people people can't get out of their own way. They want something so badly that they keep on keeping on. And I think it shows grit to stick. Like a lot of everybody wants to climb the corporate ladder or, or get the next job or be the now I want to be the director of the Ohio State Parks or, or, or whatever it might be. But I see your passion here for Medina and, and for what is it? How, how do you you're a driven guy and yet you want to be here? It doesn't mean forever, but it, you right now, you, this is enough for you. Does that cause any uh, concern for you? Not necessarily looking for the next step or is it are you just so freaking fortunate and happy that you just want to do everything you can here. Yeah. I, I don't want to make your, uh, your listeners, uh, disgusted, but yeah, I'm, I'm freaking fortunate as you See, said. I think and, that's cool. And I, and I love it. And so how you know, do you get that? How do you, so here's where the grit yeah. comes in. This is what I mean by grit because not everybody is. I, I wake up every morning going, okay, what's next? And then I mm-hmm. dive into what I'm currently doing and I'm perfectly happy, but there's this yeah. ego thing that drives me like, okay, what are you gonna do today? That's different than better. Yeah. I think people struggle with that. How do you, what can you teach folks about the grid of just sticking? Well, you know, I was in my last position where in my last uh, uh, park district where I got a lot of experience, I was there for 13 years. Uh Um, I'm eligible to retire in less time than that now. Um, But I won't because my son will only be in high school and that's not (laughs) happening. Right. You know, so I, I, here's what I love about Medina County and, and the position I'm in and the park district right now and why if I'm fortunate enough, I will, I, I will spend the rest of my career here. Every day is a little bit different and we have the opportunity. Yeah, there's no, nowhere else for me to climb on, on the ladder, the corporate ladder, so to speak here. But there are so many different projects and it's, it's the idea of a new project. It's the idea of a new acquisition, new property to save or land to restore that is inspirational. That provides the energy. I have maybe in my three and a half years with the park district, maybe had two or three days where I, I wasn't looking forward to coming in the next day. Um, and that was always because of um, uh, maybe a staffing issue or, or a failure. You know, I, oh, I gotta, gotta figure out how to resolve this now. Um, but by and large, you know, if you find something that can inspire you, something that you're passionate about, you know, that old adage about, you know, if it, if it, if it doesn't feel like work, you know, that's like, that's, that's the kind of career you want to want to yeah. find yourself in. That's where I am. So um, Medina County, you know, you're new to the county. Um, I'm new to the county. I, I've joked before that, that some folks have said, if you haven't lived here 40 years, 
you're still new to the county. So I've got a ways to go. Um, <laughs> and, and those and people do, will have been here an additional 20 years. And so right, it'll right. move up to 60. Just right. so you know. <laughs> but, you know, there is so much develop and development's not a bad thing, but there's so much development in the county now that the the openness is 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 getting replaced by commercial and residential development. Um, sometimes we work with developers and that that relationship makes a lot of sense. But the 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 challenge, the opportunity, the passion comes in into play here by, you know, looking at the perception of the park district and the role we play. Uh, I think a lot about my, you know, I put on my marketing hat from years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's any one entity in Medina County that's going to preserve the openness, the rural flavor, I like to think that it's us. It's yeah. the park district. And we're not after every available parcel or every farm field. We're after those natural areas that can help form connections. You know, it's the woods and the wetlands um, in communities where maybe we don't have a presence or we're looking to, to add on to existing parks. That challenge, putting together the puzzle pieces, that's what inspires me and keeps a lot of us, you know, excited to come into work every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because we're, we're, we're working on legacy projects that, that future generations will enjoy. They probably will never know our names but they'll benefit from our work. That's pretty awesome. And not too many people can say that. Yeah. And so let's, let's talk about those, those benefits and those futures and, and things of that sort. There's all kinds of things on the horizon for the Medina County Park District. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering specifically, what types of hurdles do you think you'll face in accomplishing your goals? Where are you going to need some grit moving forward yeah. as the, the director of the parks? Uh, the, the biggest hurdle is, is making sure we don't get in our own way. Yes. Um, I've made a lot of promises publicly uh, that project A, B, C, D, all the way through probably N, uh, it, it will be completed by 2025. So, um, and my reasoning is there's a lot of excitement uh, and, and I'm excited if you couldn't tell. And I want, I don't want people to wait too long to uh, be able to enjoy a new trail or experience a new piece of property. Um, so it, it comes down to project management. We've got great people here, knowledgeable people who are dedicated, but we need to manage projects in a way that, that we don't get in our own way and that we can follow timelines and, and um, you know, certainly not a lack of public support. Um, yep. It's yep. not a lack of, of interest. Um, we've got people throughout the county, you know, I can't go anywhere without someone telling me about their favorite park or their favorite trail or how they take their dog here every day. You know, there's a lot of interest in what we do, um, a lot of pride in the park district, um, people willing to make donations. And, and, and there's a, a, an individual now who's in the process of donating more than 180 acres to the park district at no cost. And the property is gorgeous. So our challenge is, you know, I've told this person that I'd like to like for her to be involved in the planning of what that that property, what that preserve will become. How do we facilitate that and get it all done, you know, so she can uh, still in her lifetime see people enjoy it the way she and her family have enjoyed it. Um, that's why she's making the gift. So it's an excellent problem to have, um, but just uh, I guess kind of managing all the goodwill, all the grants and all the projects, um, that, that's our biggest hurdle. 
yeah, a lot of opportunity, a lot of opportunity to, to mess it up too. And, and, uh, and you want to take advantage of every single opportunity. Uh, we're going to return with Nate in just a second, the uh, Nate Epic director of the Medina County Park District. Quick commercial for Spire Marketing. And I'm going to use you, Nate, as a little bit of an analogy. The reason marketing people like Nate fall in love with leadership opportunities and making a difference for their organization is because real marketing people fall in love with the businesses they're serving and the, the, the drive that they're trying to accomplish and the goals and they and they, and they fully dive in. It's not about, you know, what kind of ad do I create? Do I run an AdWords or do I run a radio commercial? It's about how can I make this company succeed? And, and a marketing person just automatically becomes a leader. And so if you're looking for an agency that thinks that same way, um, that's fire. We, we like to get uh, down deep and dirty with you in, in trying to accomplish the overall goals of your company. And then the the structure of the ads and the marketing and the branding takes care of itself. So if you're looking for a company like that, that's mine. And that's Spire Marketing. And you can reach us and see us at SpireAd.com. Nate Epping, director of Medina County Fair, or not Fair District. You've probably been to the fair quite a bit of times, but the Park District. If someone wanted to talk to you more about the parks or donating mm-hmm. land or being a part, a volunteer, or just about your history of, of growth and the things that you shared with us, how would they reach out to you? Well, we're available online, so certainly someone could go to our website and, and learn all about the different parks and preserves and trails. Um, if they want to reach out to me individually, um, you know, as you know, Brian, I, I'm very active on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. You know, I invite anyone to follow the the progress that we're making in the park district by connecting with me and, and the parks on social media. Um, there's been a lot of good stuff the last few years, and there's a lot more to come. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing that information. I hope people will dig in and learn more about the parks and definitely go and take advantage. And if you're not in Medina, go and take advantage of the parks in your backyard. There's there's so many of them. You probably don't even know they're there or you don't uh, realize the opportunities that are there for you in, in most uh, communities. And uh, and you really should because that's having fun on nature is kind of what life is all about. So, uh, Nate, thank you for being a part of the show. I mentioned to you earlier the definition of success, and I think you fit it to a T. I don't know if I've ever said this on the show before, but I feel the definite, definition of a successful person is someone who has a dream and hasn't given up on it yet. And, and I think uh, I think your vision for the parks and what you see you can do for people and for the community and for the overall, uh, for the earth, I think you have a dream for that and you haven't given up. And, and I think that's about as successful as anyone can get. So congratulations. Thanks. I, I, I'm not often that I'm speechless, but I, I am right now. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, I don't want to make you speechless because that makes for a terrible podcast. No one wants to hear, hear <laughs> me true. talk about it. That's but we true. are now's the time to be speechless because we are wrapped up. Thank you very much, uh, Nate Epping, director of the Medina County Park District, for being a guest on A Dash of Grit. I can't thank you enough for being a part of the show. Thanks, Brian. This is Dash of Grit, folks. We do this every week without fail. And you can always find a new episode. You can see people like Nate on YouTube and and, uh, hear us on Spotify, uh, iTunes, iHeart, wherever you get your podcasts. It's also on dashofgrit.com. There's all kinds of smart and wonderful and successful people like Nate uh, that you can take a listen to their shows in the past as well. Until we do this again next week, have a great week. Win the day. Stay gritty. See you later. This is a Dash of Grit. Recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things.